0: The Marching Roundtable is proud to be an official media partner of Drum Corps International.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Digital Performance Gear, found at dpgperforms.com.
0: It is a stressful time. It's a really artistic and beautiful time, but it can be overwhelming if you're not going about it the right way or you think you have to. The excellence is the have to. Well, you have to sound great and you have to look good. But when it comes to the artistic side, there is no have to. There's no rule. There's no mandated you have to look like this or you have to be this. And so it's really important that directors or anyone who's listening realizes that there is no right or wrong answer when it comes to that side of things.
1: That's Lindsay Vento of Blue Springs High School and the Academy Drum and Bugle Corps. Blue Springs was one of the most talked about shows at BOA Grand Nationals this year. On this podcast... Lindsay discusses how groups are using new technology to save money, how others use it as an artistic choice, and how it might not be appropriate for some groups to use at all. This is an excerpt from an hour-long webinar, which you can watch for free at marchingartseducation.com. We hope that this excerpt will pique your interest, and you'll go watch the entire webinar, which is chock-full of great ideas you can use with your own group. Current Uniform Trends on the Marching Roundtable. Digital Performance Gear provides innovative choices for uniforms, flags, props, floors, and more for the pageantry arts. They are dedicated to providing the highest level of customer experience, from design through production and to delivery. Using all digital print methods, the possibilities are endless when it comes to designing for your aesthetic needs. DPG enhances their offerings through an exciting line of decorated apparel items and accessories using the latest technologies in digital printing, screen printing, and embroidery. Digital Performance Gear wants to change the way the industry looks, and they want the industry to look like whatever you imagine. Check them out at digitalperformancegear.com. We're talking about what you're wearing and, and what the band is wearing, and this is it's a very stressful time for band directors. Designers, I think, are excited because they have all these new tools in the toolbox, right? right? They have amplification, they have new sounds, electronics, they have, um, you know, all these new digital fabrics when they can put all these things on people's bodies and what they wear and and there's props and there's props doing different things and props that move. and It's very elaborate, but for a band director or a young designer, I think it can be really overwhelming. So that's why we're talking tonight.
0: Absolutely. It it is, it can be overwhelming. I think, and you said it exactly right, where the, the palette for the designer, this is the buffet, right? I mean, you have your pick of all of these aesthetics and all of these ways to be effective. Um, But that can be, that can be overwhelming for the director or those, those bands that design everything in-house and they go and watch Grand National Finals where they go and watch DCI Finals and they see all of these things and they think, oh, to be successful, I have to have all of these things. And so it is a stressful time. It's a really artistic and beautiful time, but it can be overwhelming if you're not going about it the right way or you think you have to. There is no, I would say, there is no such thing as have to in this activity. There is no have to. There, well, you have to sound great and you have to look good, right, That's those are the have. The excellence is the have to. But when it comes to the artistic side, there is no have to, there's no rule, there's no mandated, you have to look like this, or you have to be this. And so it's really important that directors or anyone who's listening realizes that there is no right or wrong answer when it comes to that that side of things, in my well, opinion.
1: No, I I love that you said that, because that's something I try to tell people all the time. But I want to make sure that people heard that. Because right. one of the things in our activity that's frustrating to people like me is everybody that's just copying other people to try to be successful. Sure. And I know sure. that that's how you, when you're young, right, I'm going to try to do what I saw somebody else do, or I'm going to right. steal that drill, whatever. We all do that right. as we're learning. But at a certain point, you have to get the your chutzpah up, and you're like, I'm going to now put my own personality stamp on this. So I want to make sure that that point is made, because right. when we start talking about, do I have to go spend all this money for extra special tops and and digital, whatever, no, you don't. You just have to know what's right for you.
0: Right, that's it. Well, and you have to know what's right for you and and do, and do to talk and not to jump ahead, not that there's an agenda with us, but it, it's not, it, there are, are, are different ways to look at this. and I don't think there's, and I think this is where you and I started this conversation on the phone and it led to getting to this moment, is that it's not necessarily do I have to spend all that money to do it. Some teams don't have money to buy new uniforms. They have uniforms that have been a decade in their closet. They have cycled through 10 senior classes. At this point, half of the uniforms don't fit the current members. They don't have $300,000 to go buy a set of uniforms or whatever the going rate is. So it's not necessarily, when you see all those bands that are costumed out and they have a printed shirt or they have some sort of costumed idea, it's not necessarily because they have money. It might be because they don't because they can't go out and buy an entire new 200 set of uniforms, right? From one of your your top companies. They have to make do with what they have. And so sometimes that's, well, I can spend $50 per student on a shirt that's gonna be custom fit and we're gonna look great and everyone's gonna have one. That saved hundreds of thousands of dollars, but now everyone has a uniform that fits. Does that make sense? I think people look at it the other way. I think they're forgetting to look at it that, they, they, it's like the haves and the have-nots, and people say that all the time. Well, it's just a race of the haves and the have-nots, and the haves can do all these things, and the haves can have all all these aesthetics, and they can buy new uniforms and all this print. But flip that around. It's sometimes it's the have-nots that have to do it because they're trying to find they need they need a they need a uniform that's going to fit all their kids. It's easier to go print a shirt, or we're going to cut the arms off of a uniform and just have go buy an Under Armour shirt at off Amazon and we're going to tie dye it, And that's going to be our thing. And we look really pro and we look effective and artistic, but that cost me $22. So do you see my point? Like it's, it's, there are ways that it it gets missed. It gets really misunderstood that, oh, you have all of these things. Look at all your sequins and you must have all this money. I'll tell you at Blue Springs, they've been up for new uniforms for three years. We haven't, We haven't made the case of this is the look we want to go for. This is, these are the hundreds of thousands of dollars we're going to spend, and this is the new look that the Golden Regiment is going to go for. We don't know that answer yet. So it is more cost efficient for us to do it this way, the way that we're doing it. That fits better for those kids. And so there's a lot of teams that it isn't necessarily they have all this money. There are a lot of teams where they don't. And this is their way to try to fit their kids and uniform their kids in the most creative way. If that makes sense. It's kind of looking at it from the other way.
1: Okay. So one of the, one of the things points we want to make was what you're making now is that sometimes people do this because it's a solution, it's a to, solution. to not having the money to buy a complete set of you.
0: Yes. Yes. And I think that that's how it gets forgotten. I think that's side it gets forgotten a lot um because they look at it and it looks costly well it looks costly because these companies like digital performance gear are fantastic at printing so they look costly they look expensive right and they're not they're not expensive but you look pro status and it's really a solution to not having as much money as you need to get a whole new set of uniforms for your for your members and so it's a solution it's an answer to a problem not necessarily i'm going to try to be Better. i'm going to try to put on the eggs in the aesthetic basket i'm we have all of this money and we're going to do this it's not necessarily on that side of things okay so i want to say at the start of the webinar cuz i don't want people to be on or hear it and say well this isn't for me i could never afford this i want that to be at the start so they realize it's not necessarily that's not really why people do it
1: and the only right. reason- and, and so there's lots of Ways this can all happen. For example, right. I know uh, there's a local school here that I saw recently at our our Florida Championships, and instead of buying a new set of ten-year uniforms, they bought one for two years, and they're going to get another one yeah. for two years. And the right. same yeah. amount of money mm-hmm. is spent over the time frame. They're just buying a new look every yeah. two years, but they're not. But it was also sort of looked like their their band uniform or it had like their logo on it. It wasn't specific to a show, so it was more versatile.
0: Right. There are ways that the, the versatility, and that's the beautiful thing in the activity right now, So many companies are giving you such versatility in what you're doing. Like where you buy the shell and you can reprint that shirt every year. And that shirt might be $28 or whatever it is. And you can add sequins or you can have a print or it can be all black. And you just change what's underneath that shell or underneath that bibber or whatever it is. And so now every year you're looking different. And you can then choose for $30 a kid a season. You then can choose something that fits conceptually or and or t- artistically what you're doing. And so that's what a lot of people see is all of these things, oh, I must have to have that in order to be successful. Well, not necessarily, that, that's just a, I think that's just a personal and aesthetic choice,
1: honestly. Right, but that's the tricky part because what's hard for band directors is they want to be current Right. They want to look like they're and stay on trend. I mean, I have right. every time I talk to a client, it's like, okay, I want to make sure that the show seems current, it's up to date. Right. So I think everybody are seeing these top groups, and they all have these special, not all, but not a all. lot of them have these these outfits, and they're thinking, I guess I have to do that. And so I've had directors tell me, when you look at,
0: um, you look at Marvel, how many eagles do they have sitting in their band room? Well, one because it's the same eagle, but you get my point, right? Like Kevin's been there a few times, and they don't haven't it done it.
1: Well, that was what I was going to make sure and point that out, that clearly this year's winner of all three captions at Grand National Finals was wearing their traditional band uniform they've been wearing, and they looked great, and it did not impact the effect of their show.
0: Well, and I will speak then, talking about the impact, I'll speak as an adjudicator with Bands of America as well. I don't watch, I, I won't adjudicate or evaluate or rank and rate your program based on the uniform that you're in. When I'm on the visual captions and the aesthetics matter, absolutely. The aesthetics just have to be coordinated in some way. They don't have to be new and flashy. They don't have to have sequence. They don't have to do all this. They don't have to tell a story. They don't have to, the, the shirt itself or the uniform itself doesn't have to tell your storyboard for you in the program that you're doing. I'm just going to adjudicate what I see. So as an adjudicator, I would never credit more to the band who seems to look like they've gone full out with their uniform and all of this effectively coordinates with their program. That doesn't get more points for me. The coordination aspect of it sure matters, but you can get that same coordination aspect in the same uniform you've worn for a decade. It, it doesn't change that, if that if that makes sense. I, and I want to make sure I got that out.
1: No, no, that's very helpful because that's one of the points I want to make sure people get is there's lots of ways to do this.
0: Lots, right? lots. Ways, lots.
1: You, you don't have to and because I had directors this year telling me well my visual guys telling me I have to go get all these special shirts printed and we have to change costumes and little thing and I was like whoa no 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 I don't think that's true you have to just make your concept and your aesthetic as you're using that term right. work for your show yeah,
0: you do and uh, you know there again there are so there are so many ways to go about it I I've done this for a ton of teams. And a ton of teams on different tiers, financial tiers of what they can afford, what they can't afford, what they're willing to do, what they're not willing to do. Um, and so I feel like I've come at it from every angle. I've worked with the teams that have money, tons of money for days, and we can order anything we want. And that's great. And I've worked with the teams that they don't have uniforms that fit. They don't have a full set anymore that fit their kids in a, in a way that looks you know a flattering you you don't want to put a kid out there when you have a uniform that's three sizes too big that's not good either it doesn't show your marching technique it doesn't show your body lines and so it's important that those things fit so i've done it from all angles i've done it from the middle tier band who they're almost up for new uniforms they have one year left and so now it's the last year we don't have to wear these again well great let's cut the arms off that uniform since you're not wearing them after this season We'll print a shirt, we'll put it right underneath it. It looks like a brand new uniform and we spent twenty-eight dollars. So there are there are just a million ways that a million ways that you can go about it, really.
1: Now here's the thing though. I gotta tell you, Lindsay, there have been times where I saw somebody come out and they had obviously spent all this money on specially printed outfits, or whatever. And I at the end of the show, I thought, you know, that would have been just as effective in a band uniform, right in their regular okay. band. So I I just, I don't think it's always necessary. So how does somebody decide my show needs a special outfit on the band? I can't just wear my uniform. Like, how do you make that decision?
0: Well, that's a trick because nothing ever needs anything. It's not, it's our activity is not, it's not a need. It's not a black and white activity. It is so wide and artistic and free. And so that's a trick question. Um, you can, it can be, it's a preference. I might prefer that this program is going to be more effective if the band is in XYZ. Um, that doesn't mean that it doesn't work in a band uniform. I don't know that I've ever seen a show. So, we've already brought up the blue coat, so Let's continue to talk about them and use them as an example. Was that show uber cool in what they were wearing? Yes, absolutely. Was it that uber cool because of what they were wearing? That's, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's the only reason that show is fantastic. That show is fantastic for a million reasons. So you, you can look at it that way where, yes, did that take it over the, did that up at a level and did it take it over the edge? Probably. And absolutely. I'll say absolutely because the aesthetic was great, but could that have been done without? Uh, Yes, absolutely. So I don't think that there's necessarily, I don't think we should ever go into it and saying this show isn't going to work if I don't have a... Because if that's where you are, then your show might not work just because your show's not going to work. I don't hate to be that bold, but if it's the uniform on the win player, that's the only thing that's going to make this show work, then we have other problems. Then there are other problems in the construction of your program.
1: Okay. That was a really good answer. Was
0: that really bold?
1: I, no, I, love that. I love that answer.
0: If the uniform is, is going to make or break you, then there's other things making and breaking you. You just don't want to admit it.
1: Yeah, and, and, and so, because I don't want people to think that, okay, I have to go out, spend all this money to have these special. There's no have-tos. No. There's lots of ways to create effect and have a great show.
0: Well, and there, yeah, and if you turn over the back of the judge's sheet, right? Well, there's no, hello, how antiquated is that? There's no sheets anymore. There's no back of the sheet. But in my head, we still call it that, right? There's nothing that says uniform. It's aesthetic. Aesthetic matters. But that's your band uniform. And did you consider the color guard costuming with your uniform? Does it coordinate? Does it, do the silks work within the show? It's not just band uniform. There's no bullet point that says, do I have special uniforms for the show? There is no... There's no criteria for that. It's just included and wrapped into things. Um, With the effective side of it, and I say this because we were talking about is this going to be more effective if I had? I have had teams as well where I have chosen a different top or a different look because maybe that team was younger, maybe they weren't as experienced. And when we're trying you know those effects let's be real those effect points are everything that's a huge part of competitively if you're talking about the numbers and how we finish and rank and rate that effect stuff is really important and so there are times where anytime let me get this get my wording right anytime we can find ways to make the program effectively and it's not only the members and the students responsibility to make it effective that's a pro. So if I have a younger team and we have this big storyboard or we have all this storyline that we're telling and this really deep thing, which by probably we don't do that, but if you did and it's this really deep thing and that shirt aesthetic or that uniform aesthetic was really going to put it over the top and it takes the effort off of the members from trying to tell that story, that's also another reason why smaller, teams choose that route because anytime we can make it a simpler task for our show to be effective and it's not only on the shoulders of the members that we're giving it to, that's a help. Does that kind of make sense, Tim? Does that come out like I'm meaning it to?
1: No, it absolutely it absolutely does. It's just, that, I, I, as you mentioned, there are also many, many, many other ways to accomplish right. that. So Sometimes. I don't want anybody to feel like this is something I have to do and that's one of the no, points we're both making. Yes, and
0: this webinar is not is is was not intended to be this is how you're going to costume and this is what you should do in your uniform trends this is not this is let's look at it from all angles let's look at it from you have money you don't have money you want a different look you don't you have a football you have a pre-game wear but you have a competitive wear or you're just looking to take it up a notch and you think this is the most cost effective and easiest way for you to do it there are so many ways there there is no right answer there's no wrong answer well your pants on 14 year old boys is the wrong answer. I'm gonna say it. I am. It's not it's not it's not good. Your kids don't want to do that. Your 14 year old baritone player is not going to come back to band if you put him in something that he doesn't feel good in.
1: Yeah. That no. should be
0: outline in a webinar. Like it's not yeah. you have to and I get maybe that's me as a mom talking. Maybe that's me as a designer for 20 years talking. You you have to make them feel confident. You're already they're already choosing an activity and it's becoming popular, don't get me wrong. Band in the marching arts is, is wildly popular in so many places, but you're still not the popular football player. You're st- in some schools, you're still not the jock, right? And so they're choosing activities that they're already might be uncomfortable choosing. They're awkward, they're 14 years old, they play the tuba. Come on, cut the break and put him in something that he feels confident in. Our, our job as educators, not designers only, but as an educator is to make them feel confident. You have to choose things that make them feel confident that's
1: our job absolutely remember you can watch the entire hour long conversation with Lindsay for free at marchingartseducation.com if you enjoy our podcast please consider giving us a good rating and writing a review on iTunes also share the podcast with a friend or colleague who would enjoy it you are the best way we have to let everyone know of this valuable resource Get access to every one of the over 750 podcasts we've released at the Marching Roundtable with a new membership option at MarchingArtsEducation.com. You can sign up you and your entire staff and get complete access to all the live webinars, videos, podcast archives, and then get discounts on the coursework. Perfect, easy, professional development for you and your staff. Trusted content in one location. Go to MarchingArtsEducation.com and click on Membership. Find out more and sign up. Follow the Marching Roundtable on social media to keep up with upcoming podcasts and guests and for constant coverage of all topics in the Marching Arts. This includes the new Marching Roundtable Facebook group, which will help you'll join in the conversation. And subscribe to our newsletter at MarchingRoundtable.com. Thanks again to the sponsor of this podcast, Digital Performance Gear found at dpgperforms.com. This is your host, Tim Hinton, the beast of the marching arts. I've been writing marching band arrangements and helping to create and design entertaining, educational, and competitively successful shows for over 25 years. See all the services I can offer to help you and your group at timhinton.com.
0: If you're a business that works with band directors, marching bands, color guards, or drum lines, you should sponsor podcasts at the Marching Roundtable. Our listeners are the exact audience you're trying to reach. And with thousands of podcast downloads each month, it's a great way to directly reach your target audience. For more information, click on the Sponsorship Opportunities link at MarchingRoundtable.com or email Tim at Tim at MarchingRoundtable.com. You can grow your business and help support what we're doing here on the podcast.